0: Do you want to do the introduction stuff? Sure. Hi uh, there, guys. Uh, this is Andrew and Jeff coming to you from the... Fucking Hold on a minute. The, you do the intro. You're the comparison. You <laughs> okay. do the intro. <laughs> you're listening to Creative Voices, sponsored by Tree Park Store.
1: How you doing, guys? Welcome to today's episode of Creative Voices. Um, given the light and fluffy topic of racism that we discussed last week, we light thought we'd- <laughs> <and fluffy. laughs> we thought we'd take things in a slightly more cheerful direction this week. And Andrew has has an interesting topic for us. What what are we doing, Andrew? I'm going to get you to fall in love with me, and I'm going to fall in love with you, Jeff. That's what we're going to do yeah, over the course of 30 minutes. <laughs> of-
0: Whoa! Actually, when you put it that way, we've got <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 36 questions. <laughs> Right. The idea is apparently now. This is. There's been several studies about this or whatever. But the idea is that there are 36 questions that you can ask someone to get them to fall in love with you. Right. So you know, for anyone next prospective Valentine's Day or you know whatever reason um, you have to try and get someone to fall in love with you, Um, you sad, sad person. You. (laughs) These are the 36 questions you should be asking yourself.
1: This is not in a sociopathic kind of way. Now that's either okay. Just no, 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 no. As
0: in don't be asking this of someone who you've tied up in your basement. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Ask someone that's, you know, agreed to a date with you in the first place. Um, Right, so I'm just going to fire in here. What's interesting is you can see the questions and (laughs) I don't have them so you're (laughs) a little advantage here. Right, yeah. So actually, I'm going to ask the question to you and then you're going to ask it back to me, okay? okay. Um, Brace yourself, Jeff. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Given a choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest?
1: Ooh, man,
0: that's, that's a big choice. Oh, damn. Now this I'm gonna I'm gonna go make it even bigger, dead or alive.
1: Oh, okay. Doesn't matter. Um <sniffs> But Maybe. I'll limit it to one person. Yeah, no, you've really put me on the spot there now, dude. Um Are we in love yet? No, not not <laughs> not quite yet. Not quite yet. <laughs> Do you know what? I think, I think I'd 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 actually try and have dinner with Daniel Day Lewis. I think he's a very interesting man. He is a very interesting man. Because he's so private we know so little about him. But by God, he's intense. And anyone who can inhabit a character that well, I want to see what they do when they're out in public for dinner. So, yeah, (laughs) let's go with that. Daniel Lewis. Do you know, in his whole career of like
0: 30 or 40 years, he's only had about six films, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Him or him? No, no, no. Stick with my first choice.
0: (laughs) First choice. Um, Well, I suppose in my case, the person I would want to have as a dinner guest would probably be. Damn it, Jeff. You had time to prep, man. That's a (laughs) goddamn difficult one. I'm just going to, off the cuff here, uh, (laughs) Fintan O'Toole. Okay. Do you know Fintan O'Toole? No, No, I'm hoping he's not like
1: your neighbor or something. No,
0: he's a brilliant journalist. He's a really, really good Uh, journalist. Probably
1: Fintan O'Toole.
0: Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, Would you like to be famous? And if so, in what way?
1: No, not even a little. We are doing a podcast, Jeff. Yeah, I know. For like millions of adoring fans. Millions of adoring fans. That's Jeff isn't even my real name. Um, <laughs> and Jeff El, El Jeff. Um, no, I, I don't think I'd enjoy that to be honest with you. Like no. it just doesn't seem like something that like I take all the trappings that come with it, sure, no problem. But yeah. just not the fame. No, thank you. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm I'm completely the same.
0: <laughs> I do want to maybe share ideas and like I have a compulsion to kind of connect with people, but yeah. I don't want people to know who I am. Oh, yeah. So I'm kind of like yeah. the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, yeah.
1: you want to be the, uh,
0: <laughs> the puppet master, yeah, that? exactly, exactly. I'm basically I'm dead creepy. Yeah. Um, before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why? I'm going to jump in and say yes. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. We've all all done that, right? Yes, I think so. Yeah, no, I I would do it. I even fill in other people's
1: responses, you know? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's usually if I'm about to give, like, bad news to my missus or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Structure it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, What would constitute a perfect day for you? Ooh. Um... Lurido is pops into my head yeah. at this point. Oh damn it, and then that's all that's been used in so many movies now. Yeah. It's all, it's all it's you know what? I, <laughs> I just like I think more than Anthony have realized the simplicity of the joy of simplicity over the last year with all this cracker in the middle of So I had um my day off work last week, myself and the kids hung out in the morning, we made some stuff, prepped some stuff for breakfast together. Lovely. We we're outside messing around, playing games, and then we just went for a walk in the woods. Took some photos with them because obviously, like I always have a camera in my hand. In fact, I rarely leave the house without three cameras. To be perfectly honest. Wow. Yep. Um. So yeah, just chilling. And then we, um, you know, just at the night, we sat down. We all made family. or not made family. We all made dinner together as a family. That's we all made <laughs> family. We all made family. <laughs> <laughs> we all made dinner together as a family, and just we sat Coke. down and. <laughs> spelled incorrectly <laughs> <laughs> we all sat down we did you know what we didn't really do much of anything And that no. was kind of the best thing about it
0: totally yeah yeah i think yeah perfect day first of all get a lion uh <laughs> a lion now not a lion no no, no lion.
1: actually you know what <laughs> yeah. I
0: tell a, yeah i tell a lie assuming i've had good sleep the night before start really early yeah. um get a really good walk in mm. um myself the dog and my missus they Two separate things, yeah. uh, go out for a walk, come back. Um, usually the walk's on a beach or something when the tide's out. Uh, and then, you know, a lovely dinner and then sit with a good book. Yeah. So it's as basic as that, like just sit and read a good That's book. That's a joy, simplicity, man. Totally, yeah. totally. Um, Is this working yet? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love you, Joe. I love you. Um, when did you last
1: sing to yourself and or to someone else? You say sing to myself, as in like to sing along to a song, or yeah, oh man, all the time, all the
0: time, yeah, literally all the time,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. What Yeah.
0: What kind of stuff would you sing to yourself?
1: Oh, like so, like. I wrecky Yvonne's head because I I cannot have a minute of silence. I think we said you this said before. That before yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I'm walking from the house to shed to like, have you ever just, tried Ritalin? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> just try and like even if I'm just walking from the house to shed to get turf fire, whatever. Like yeah. I'm gonna whip out the phone in my pocket and put Spotify on on speaker wow. on my phone. It's like why not? You know, interesting.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah. I generally don't sing around other people because I can't really sing. <laughs> I mean, I make the noises <laughs> that go with some Christ. I'm terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I. I mean, I, I
0: cannot claim to be able to sing, but I just, I'll just belt it out anyway. Usually, um, when it's most annoying to Sinead. Yeah. Uh, that's probably when prime do it. time. So, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, it's a wonder she's still with me. Uh, if you were able to live now, this is a weird one. If you were able to live to the age of ninety and retain either the mind. Or the body of a thirty year old for the last sixty years of your life. Which would you want?
1: You want the mind, right? Because what if you're like so what if you're like the rock but you're a dribbling idiot? You know what I mean? Like, what's the point? Like sure Do you know what I mean? Like seriously, you can't enjoy I mean there's there's means and functions around like mobility and all sorts of things, but yeah. you know. Yeah,
0: no, absolutely. Yeah. I guess if you wanted to like take that really strange, it would be like, which would you rather be? Like a brain in a vat? Or, oh, <laughs> right, yeah, brain in a jar. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, this is, okay. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die?
1: Hmm, I don't think so. That's really really fucking lift the mood now Jeff. yeah yeah I thought this was the light episode Andrew <laughs> yeah. uh, no I don't think so Uh I feel like we should have a spliff doing this yeah I know like- right <laughs> something pretty sure it's not going to be like saving the world so you know no if it's not that then does it really matter no yeah I think I'm probably going to die of a
0: heart attack or something really certainly with lo- I mean <laughs> putting practically here Certainly, with lockdown and doing a lot more sitting down. Yeah, yeah, has no been no good for anyone's. Yeah, yeah, um, and ever since I discovered Guinness, uh, name three things you and your part—you're my partner in this—appears oh, nice. to have in common.
1: and you, knew, uh, when we're doing a podcast. Yes, we have a similar haircut. You're doing bit, in, you're doing better no
0: haircuts. Yeah,
1: you're doing better on that front than me, though. You
0: know? Oh no,
1: it's I'm um, I'm racing to catch up with you, man. And um. I think we've we've an interest in seeing the world be a better place. Well, speak for yourself. I want to watch all yeah, it all. Yeah, you watch it all. <laughs> break out my fiddle there, buddy. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, for what in your life? Now, this risks being really cheesy and saccharine here, so cool it. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Oh, yeah. Name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. You can answer it for me. We're good. Um, <laughs> for
1: For what in your life do you feel most grateful? like in general or right now well you don't have any more of the questions of this and why I'm asking that um, I'm reading this off the Cosmopolitan yeah, website <laughs> here <laughs> <laughs> right below the 10 ways to make your man go wild exactly, <laughs> um, exactly. family life man you know and that s- kind of spins back around to the whole like joy simplicity thing um, being lucky enough to be lucky being you know, lucky enough to, to be, to be lucky. lucky. Yeah, like... I, oh, I, I, Jesus I, Christ, Gosh! That's so wholesome.
0: Okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Right, well, what do I feel most grateful for in life? Um, I
1: didn't give Jeff's answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: most grateful for in life. Um, uh, I feel most grateful for having made it this far. <laughs> um... For, I may have mentioned the upcoming baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm told that that gratitude might not last once we've had the baby. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, half of it's the anticipation. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's like waiting for your favorite movie to be released. <laughs> and then being like, ah, Jesus. It wasn't as good as the first one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and that's it. Um, if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? That's oh, well, okay. I don't think my parents are listening to this podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: Just so everyone knows, that so Jeff is actually lying on a on a chaise longue right now. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm doodling I in my notepad. Yes. Yeah, I know, right? Was it little <laughs> glasses that go down over your nose? Was yes. it p- Whatever it's called. Exactly. Uh, I think my parents weren't big into. Activities and stuff in that, like, I was never really like, not that I worried about playing sports, but they were never big into us going to things or doing things, you know. Yeah. Now, and I know that, like, it's different for kids now, and there's much more of that kind of stuff, but maybe a bit more of diverse experiences or, you know, trying yeah, yeah. things out would have been good. find out, Maybe I would have found out more about what I liked and who I was a bit earlier, you know?
0: Huh. Interesting. Hmm. If I could change anything about, the way I was raised. but well, I wouldn't have been raised in Malta. Yeah? Frankly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. That's one thing I would change. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I doubt there's many Maltese people
1: listening to this, but it's... Uh, there's possibly more Maltese people listening than my parents. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> On a side note, yeah,
0: Malta's just not a great... To my mind, not a great place to grow up in. Yeah. Um, right, take four minutes... And tell your partner your life story in as much
1: detail as possible. Oh, (laughs) I don't know. This is going to be a thirty-minute podcast. (laughs) No, okay. I'm gonna. You know what? Effect the four minutes. I'm gonna knock this out in like forty-five seconds. Right? Whoa. Why not? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Born whatever. 1983. I'm not going to even my date of birth, lads, or my dad's first (laughs) name. By the way, (laughs) this is a this is a ploy by Andrew. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> What's your address? Uh, yeah. What's your PPS, PPS number? Somewhere. What was your mother's maiden? <laughs> Born 1983, did the usual primary school, had a couple instances there, you know, the usual. I uh, was in a car accident when I was eight, had a broken leg. another accident when I was about 10, another broken leg Did you not not give up driving at that point? No, I know, I was a terrible driver Uh, Went to secondary school I have some vague memories a lot of that because of all those concussions from all the car accidents (laughs) so did the whole secondary school thing finished that quite young it was fine, I was really kind of like quite introvert kid, more about books and all that kind of stuff, I met some good friends went to college at age, just turned 17 went through all of college completely sober had no interest in drinking uh, what? Went, yeah, I know, right? Went working then straight away while everyone else went off to find themselves or explore or travel abroad. It's a pretty regret. I pretty sure travel didn't. Went straight into the workforce. Yeah, yeah. Uh, worked in construction for a couple of years. So went from the heights of boom to the absolute shit of the bust. Wow. Left there, opened, um, at that point, then I had already met Yvonne in 2006, so we were engaged and married in probably under two years, two and a half years. Wow! Yeah, so married no quite. No fucking around there. Yeah, no <laughs> fucking around there. Uh, married at 26, opened the business that same year, the restaurant. Worked for myself there for 10 years. While I was in the restaurant, I also went back to college, trained for four years as a chef. Started the photography business, finished up the restaurant, built a house, had two kids, opened Tree Bark. Started this podcast. Boom. So fairly
0: quiet life, really. Yeah, (laughs) that's the key points. Sorry, I'm just um, I fell asleep there. (laughs) Uh, Um. Well then, grew up in Malta. Didn't like it very much. Small parochial and insular. Uh, Determined to escape as quickly as as soon as I could. So that opportunity came around. Should have. It came around at 18, but I stayed on account of a girl. Uh, that didn't work out so then I moved to Scotland at 21 instead uh, to do my studies and essentially to, to find uh, to reconnect with what I thought was my real home uh, but spent five years in Glasgow realising that there wasn't much better way of work opportunities and that I was trying to force being Scottish <laughs> when I was neither Maltese nor Scottish but kind of floating in the middle somewhere in ether um, moved to Ireland Fell in love with the place, realized I could be the outsider here <laughs> rather than trying to be the Scots yeah, in Scotland yeah, and the Malta, yeah. Maltese and Malta. I was just the the non Irish here, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, met Sinead, uh, fell in love, uh, and that, and here I am in your dungeon underneath Tree Bark <laughs> store <laughs> doing a podcast. The end. Yeah. Um if you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be?
1: These aren't necessarily easy, are they? No, like, they're not. They like, I was expecting such something more frivolous than this. Um Yeah, be musical. You're know? you not musical at all? Not even a little. Man, I love music and it's a huge part of my life. If so you didn't start
0: drinking till late in life and you're not especially musical, are you Irish? I know, right? <laughs> um
1: Yeah, I know it's it's like I love music it's a huge part yeah. but Christ like, I I tried like various things like learning guitar and all, like, just terrible I have shocking coordination for these kind of things ah. yeah. interesting
0: you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability what would it be uh, to grow hair <laughs> <laughs> that and I mean if I could sing like Pavarotti or Andrea Bocelli you know I'd take that
1: yeah I'd take that powerful yeah. stuff like yeah. He's got a good head of hair too.
0: Yeah. Well Pavarotti used to use boot polish to oh, really? to dye
1: his hair.
0: Um, if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know?
1: Ooh. Sheesh. Man, <laughs> that's 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 kinda heavy. Isn't it? Um the truth about myself no I'm, I'm good on that one thanks um future you know you know you all see these movies about like you, you know the time traveling i think knowing the future would just drive you insane probably yeah and then it doesn't become the future because you've done something to change it
0: yeah right
1: true so pff, let's just go with a lot of numbers <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> that's a good damn it that's like, a good one why the hell not <laughs> that's a good one because that in itself tells me my future is stinking rich <laughs> shit that's a good one
0: <laughs> damn it Um, I think if a crystal ball could man, tell I'm me man I'm not doing well on this stage at this stage yeah. say, I don't know you're doing pretty damn well Um, <laughs> if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself I think myself I'd want to know I think I'm prone to kind of self-doubting a hell of a lot yeah. like so I know that I I like films, and for a long while I was convinced I wanted to make films.
1: Uh, but i have always something we have in common then as well. That can go back to your three things because that I actually almost pursued. Did you? and made an application to the film school here in Galway, and then changed my mind. That's actually why I moved to Ireland, was I went to the film school here really? to NUIG. Yeah. there you go.
0: And screenwriting. You can tell me about it after the show, so sure. Um, pretty good course. <laughs> it's gone now. They've so changed that. Anyway, I'll tell you after. The... <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, but writing's always been the, side, the main sideline. So i just love this crystal ball to tell me, ultimately, this is what you were destined to do. Hmm. Um, is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it?
1: Flipping hell, man. <laughs> yep. Um, no, I, I, I don't necessarily think so. Um, as you may have noticed, I'm a man who tends to take on projects. So mm-hmm. within reason not really no I've, I've changed my mindset in the last few years and I've pretty much just gone for things in life that I want to do um, although there's a danger with that as Yvonne says that you end up as a jack of all trades and a master of none but that's okay I don't think I have the ability to master anything anyways um, <laughs> there's a joke in there somewhere about right? self pleasure just- um, <laughs> maybe maybe like you know get to a stage where I can just take a year out of my life i've worked since i was you find like, life's a bit too long do you <laughs> oh yeah sorry that jesus that was yeah it's <laughs> i said there i guess uh I take could a, you year, shave a year a year out <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah just take some time out like yeah. i i tried it two years ago after we sold the, the the restaurant business and finished up i lasted like three to four weeks and i got so bored well what were you doing in for
0: three to four weeks like we just literally do nothing
1: Mostly kind of still working a little bit and other yeah. stuff, but I, I don't you know, I need stuff to keep me busy. Maybe master actually, you no, know what, that's what I do. Master the ability to do nothing.
0: Uh-huh. It's yeah, it's the, the, there's a whole kind of cottage industry developing over the ability to just kind of do nothing and be calm and be yeah. zen and not kind of so that's that's a big th- anyway. Um, and for yourself, is there something you dreamed? of doing for a long time. Why haven't you done it? Um, I think I've dreamed of writing a book and I haven't done it because I keep finding excuses not to. Mm. And But I'm becoming increasingly more, not this, it would be nonfiction, by the way. I'm not really into storytelling much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Lost that interest. Um, I'll get there one day. Uh, what is the greatest accomplishment of your life? assuming you have much more life
1: (laughs) it's like so So far far. (laughs) so far Um, you know what I'm pretty proud of what we do here yeah you know Um, that might seem silly to some people but for anyone who works themselves you realise the kind of real like fragility of doing that yeah and taking something that a lot of people didn't think would work—you know, making a small business that supports other small businesses and yeah. helps other people be happy with their life, and what they do, kind of means a lot to me in a way that I can't quantify for anyone who's never done something like that for themselves. Yeah, um, especially considering I like I come out of an environment where I'd worked for myself for so long, and we took a decision to leave behind something that would probably be have been in some ways easier to run and potentially more profitable if we were willing to be hardcore about it which we weren't yeah. uh, you know as in like more dickheady to everybody else and, ruthless Gordon Gecko. yeah type, like. you know and just do something that I felt was a good thing to do so I guess that you know I, I mean did. outside let's, uh, leaving outside of my relationship with my wife and my kids because that kind of goes without saying so yeah. something that we've done ourselves yeah right here where we're sitting that's a
0: very good very good answer. Um Greatest accomplishments of my life. That's I mean I'm just running through these questions and I haven't really given it
1: too yeah, yeah. thought
0: myself. I suppose it might be the first and really only, I guess, short film <laughs> I made. Um because it just it garnered like a really good response. Really. okay so that kind of i mean i've made other like busy things but this was one where i really kind of sank a lot of energy and a lot yeah, of time and you know
1: is that available for
0: people to see yeah it's on youtube um it's called resonate and it had a lovely musical score and I, I managed to get this uh cinematographer over from london to do it it was a good friend of mine actually and uh yeah it was but i mean it was a, a work of What's the word? A work of lo- love, a of- labor of love. Labor of love. That's the word. Labor of love. A work of labor. No yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, love, labor. <laughs> um, right. Anyway, uh, so well, that's, that's definitely going in the links in the show. Cool. Thank yeah. you. Um, what do you value most in a friendship?
1: Hmm. Um. I guess. Yeah, honesty. I guess. In, in and by that I mean is in like I have lots of friends who are good friends of mine who might not necessarily agree with our viewpoints on certain things mm-hmm. but we can always have those conversations without being without being an issue. Yeah. You know? Being able to just talk to people and, and maybe maybe what I'm looking for is maybe the word I should say really is more empathy as opposed to honesty. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Um I'd say I mean, it sounds terribly boring, but it, it, in a, to put a twist on it, yeah, radical candor—like yeah, the ability yeah. to just kind of give you, give it to you straight, but yeah. not, um, not for the sake of giving it to you straight. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, not just like, oh, yeah. I just tell it as it is. You yeah, know, who's yeah, <laughs> yeah. a straight talker? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is <laughs> no, but you know what I mean.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, what is your most treasured memory? This is getting
1: um. Yeah, I remember the my oh, first wank. <laughs> uh, now I can't go to the nice story I was going to. As Rooney. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I remember the, the the night my daughter was born actually, and um. You'll appreciate this now. Being about to be, you know, a dad and all about that. About to give birth. Yeah, yeah about <laughs> to give birth. Yeah. Uh, I remember, like, we in, the, I was in the hospital at the time, and um, Yvonne had gone for a sleep, and I was holding Thea. And when you're a new parent, I don't know if I mentioned this to you before. You're so like paranoid about like breaking the child did, and all this yeah. kind of stuff. I it remember just, the nurses
0: are all picking him up by yeah. like, the one leg and swinging him about. Like,
1: but in my head, I thought you said there wasn't room
0: enough to swing him. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: In my head, like I was like, oh shit, man, you know, we're gonna hold the, baby. hold the baby, hold the baby, hold the baby. I remember just sitting there in the chair and I was like, just thinking about like what Yvonne just gone through and how, how wrecked, tired she must be and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I was sitting there, I was like, right, I'm gonna hold this baby like no one's held a baby before and I'm not gonna move her, she's gonna sleep. So I just sat there in this perfectly prone position, not moving. And, inch for about two hours i think wow where my arms were just like about to fall off me and i was like man this baby is not gonna be waking up because i moved you know yes but i was just like that kind of thing of going okay shit this is kind of parenthood now isn't it this is like doing stuff that like isn't necessarily good for yourself or is unpleasant because it's for the benefit of other people in your life i don't know if you're selling it i know right (laughs) um but then the next morning. when um Yvonne went off for checkups or whatever, mm-hmm. it was the first time then that myself and Tia were actually alone in a room together. We were just she was just there in the bed and we were just chilling out. Not that actually like, one day old much can do no, no, no. But you know, it was just um Yeah, it'll stick with you. Ah, wow.
0: Well, I'm actually, yeah, no, jokes aside, I'm kinda of looking forward to that. Yeah. Um suppose my most treasured memory is kind of an inverse to that a little bit, yeah. but it was just after Uh, Not long after Sinead and I had started dating, and we were both like woefully hungover. Um, and I'd kind of crashed at her place, (laughs) and we went over, we went down to Salt Hill, which I hadn't, you know, in the time I'd been in Galway up until that point, I hadn't really been out to Salt Hill much. I'd been Mm. in the town (laughs) doing the, you know, requisite drinking and everything. Um, but, and we went down and sat like on the steps and had an ice cream and whatever and it was like a it was summertime and it was whatever and it was just the experience of kind of really feeling serene and secure and safe mm. which was that was a really lovely memory um but I'm about to come and crash all of that with the, <laughs> the next question is what is your most terrible memory
1: mmm <laughs> Don't know if I necessarily want to talk about that particular moment on air. To be honest with you, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'll
0: answer it though. Passing of a friend. all right. Yeah. Um. Well, then I guess my most (coughs) terrible, my most terrible memory would have been. I think maybe when I was, I was in a car accident when I was four. Mm. Um, I wasn't driving. Uh, (laughs) My mom was driving. Um, and the. We, I mean I don't remember too much of it but what I do remember was turning to look at so I have younger twin sisters and one of my sisters was, was one on either side of me and I was in the middle seat and um, turning to look at her and at the moment I did there was a massive flash of light and then the impact and being pushed forward in, the ch- in my chair and coming back up and then climbing through to where my mum was and my mum was just kind of staring ahead yeah. and the horn was blaring and everything and me saying like Mom, mum are you dead? they did. Yeah. Um, wow, well,
1: it's yeah. pretty intense,
0: man. Yeah, you did. Like, and she didn't reply because she was. I realized now she was in shock, but at the time, being young, but like said four or whatever, not knowing. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I just, I guess, I assumed she was dead, and then I was like pulled out of the car and did it, and then obviously everything was fine.
1: What question number is this?
0: Uh, Eighteen.
1: This one of the dates fairly going downhill at this stage, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sobbing into my drink at this point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my wife <laughs> that's a good turn <laughs> <laughs> moving on uh, number 19 yep. if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh lord would you change anything about the way you are now living what yeah so basically how, are you happy with the way things are going or are you gonna, would you change how you're living
1: So this feels like it's actually an intervention um yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop the drinking yeah <laughs> Uh, not for that CBD. <laughs> I know, right? This, this, like, this is the whole like, do you want to know your future thing? Because then you're going to change, anyways. So, yeah. Like, would I not just run around the town, bollock naked, like slugging out a bottle of whiskey, but like, I don't care. I'm going to die anyways. I'm immortal because like, I won't die until a year's time. Yeah. Uh, no man, I'd, you know, spend more time with my kids. That'll be about it, I suppose. You know, Got or would you do the whole Walter Walter White Breaking Bad thing and like just start selling drugs to have tons of money for them for the future? I wouldn't. I I'd probably just
0: sit down and belt out that novel that I or that book that I always wanted to do. Pretty much.
1: Um, that's probably a better answer.
0: That's probably like yeah. that's like the one thing. I mean yeah, the drugs and stuff, ever been there, done that. <laughs> Sold the tickets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um what does friendship mean to you?
1: Well, um, that's a kind of similar theme to that earlier question really you know um, I guess you know having people that like value you for being yourself you know like just I think there's always a great benefit there's a kind of core group of us that have been friends for a long time and one of the joys I always find is that like I could see them in a day or a month or a year and you can just have that same conversation the next day with them without having to go through the whole what have you been up to man you can just talk about any old shit and it doesn't matter
0: I've got a couple of friends back in Scotland, actually, who, and one of them, actually. One of them, her name's Terry, and whatever. And we've, she's probably my longest standing friend for like 10 years or whatever. Um, ever since I was like 16, so that's longer, I think. Um, and then there's like Tom Romeo, his name is, and <laughs> Mike Paniku. Um, <laughs> anyway, they're both from Glasgow, whatever. Uh, yeah, great. They're, they're, we barely talk, but when we do, it's Instant. as if nothing, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'd probably say the same thing about what friendship means to me. Um, yeah. What roles do love and affection play in your life? Some of this is guessing. a little bit kind of, you know what? Fuck that one. Yeah, fuck that one. On, yeah, yeah. Uh, alternate sharing something you consider... a. Po- yeah, right, so... <laughs> We're screening the questions now. Yeah, <laughs> like, look, cosmopolitan, guys. You're kind of dropping the ball a little bit here. Uh, a positive, right, so name a positive characteristic of your partner. I'll let you go first, Jeff.
1: Nice. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, no. Um, uh, it it kind of comes back to the similar friendship thing. Like Yvonne is just a very honest person. She's like, very direct and straightforward. And I mean that You're, in the best we're, way We're possible. talking about me here. Oh, sorry. Hello. Whoopsie. <laughs> Who's
0: <There's> Yvonne?
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Like, she's definitely someone you can just be absolutely comfortable with because... You just know, well, she she doesn't brook no shit, and I mean that in the best way possible. You know, um, she's a very strong person while still being quite. You appreciate. I did actually mean. We're talking about me. Oh shit, okay, sorry. Okay, right, okay. But no, please yeah. go on about it was lovely to hear about, about yeah. Yvonne. Um yeah, just like, you know, she's a strong woman, but there's also such great like love and affection and it's just but if she manages to marry those two things in a really positive way, you know? i want to do the I'll just do the same with Sinead. Yeah. Um
0: that's lovely. Um yeah, I think you know Sinead's we basically we essentially speak the same language. And, I mean, language is, like, we've got the same kind of references and touch points, and we... It's It just sounds really trite and easy to say, but I I, I guess that there's a trust there that I've not known before, and by all accounts, she hasn't mm. known before. It's mm. a proper kind of implicit trust, so neither of us wanted kids before we kind of met each other, yeah. so, you know... It, Obviously means something that... She, yeah, it's yeah. like... You know, for some reason she trusts me to help her rear offspring Yeah. (laughs) so yeah Uh, so how close and warm is your family and by this we're not talking like rectal temperature we're talking (laughs) (laughs) do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's (laughs) Jesus Christ this is a first date right Um yeah I know right but this is the idea behind this, is you're, you're really supposed to get to know you someone. Know someone.
1: Like, uh, I would say... There's definitely some others we're going to skip here, okay? Yeah, I would say it was probably about on par. <laughs> on par. You know, I mean, like... i will say no more. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Like, uh, people ask me about being, you know, being a parent and raising kids, and we mentioned it, I'm going, well, met my own parents, so... Pretty yeah. confident about the whole thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I survived my parents, Yeah. You know? so yeah. <laughs> I can take anything,
0: Um, so it's going to skip a couple here. Uh, Moving on swiftly, Uh, (laughs) um, we're we're going to get very intimate here, Jeff. Uh, Tell your partner what you like about them. Partner's me. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) (laughs) fuck on, on Me. (laughs) me. (laughs) Be very honest this time, saying things that you might not say to someone you've just met.
1: <coughs> just cracking my knuckles. Yeah, I no, right? Um I suppose what's interesting in the conversations we've had over the last few weeks is while you have obviously, you know, you're well educated, well read, and you have strong Stop. opinions about stuff, you still take the time to consider in a conversation. You know? Mm. Rather than just launching straight into whatever might be your own rhetoric, I can see I can see the hamster turning the wheel, man. You know, you're just kinda going, okay that's valid let me see how I feel about
0: that I'm just sorry I'm
1: just just, letting just, just, just doing that, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. interesting point yeah um I'd say about yourself that you're um patently that rare breed of someone who is uh obviously business minded but at the same time very kind of community minded and um genuine and sincere thank you um so that's kind of so, that's that hold on to that that element. That's a yeah. Good
1: point. Anyway. I was like I was like because the next question is going to Yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> don't don't let um you know everything else in your life can burn down, but hold on to that. Thank you. <laughs> um, share with your partner once again. That's me, Jeff.
1: Uh, <laughs> one time you, Andrew.
0: <laughs> an embarrassing moment in your life. Oofts. <laughs> By the way, on a side note, there's been a real smattering of these kind of, what was it, Clear History, is an Irish, have you seen that on RTE? No. Really good. It's got Joanne McNally, um, uh, Irish comedian, and I only really remember her because she's hot. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple of other people on it they are really good, and it's all about your embarrassing moments and then like a bad time in history. There's the other ones, um, it's got Nicola Coughlin and... Couple of other people. Oh. Yeah. There's a few show of these shows anyway, and it's all about talking about your embarrassing moments yeah. uh, or worst time in history and deleting it. Yeah. Like, what shall we relegate to the dustbin of history? You know. So in your case, anyway, what's your?
1: Um. Yeah, I remember just a silly thing, but it's not the most embarrassing, but it's just something that sticks in my head. When you say stuff like that. I remember uh, back when I worked in Roadstone years ago. They lent me the company Jeep (laughs) for a couple of days while my own car was getting um, repaired from someone having hit it. And um, the Jeep may have come back with a bit of damage. Really? But unfortunately, it was just one of those weird series of instances where, like, I had the Jeep in the quarry, Uh I was down doing the rounds or whatever. And while I got out of the Jeep and got back in, one of the lads had been moving like bales of blocks around the forklift. right? So I didn't know that he'd been stacking them behind me. So I just hopped in oh very God. confidently, fucked it into reverse, oh, and shit. proceeded to drive the new company Jeep <sighs> oh my full God. fucking tilt backwards into a bale of blocks. Shit. Yeah, yeah. But then, <laughs> I brought her <it> home. <laughs> Shit. I brought it home and I was going to the iCinema cinema. remember the uh, over near the G Hotel and I was that going time. down the ramp you know it goes down into the car park yeah, yeah. and forgot that the jeep had one of those like uh, twirling light setups on top from the quarry oh no and the gate had been left open at the top you know the height clearance yeah. gate so I just drove down tell me you didn't take off the light on the top yeah oh my god <laughs> shit I thought it and that was all like, I had to bring that thing back to work the next day. And I already had enough slagging about it. That was like, from his most embarrassing moment, almost criminal. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was insured in it. Wow. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um, and when you work in a very dude centered environment, you know, that shit sticks with you for like three years. Yeah. You know, yeah. Wow.
0: <laughs> um, well, in my case, I guess it was the day, the evening of my graduation in Glasgow University and um, I started drinking well early and we went down to the student union um, the Queen Margaret Union and was, anyway got no it's a GUU um, got absolutely blutered like you know four sheets of the wind and at some point uh, just shat my pants in the bar which I'm not prone to doing I'll let you know but you know, I thought it was a forest, <laughs> uh, And it wasn't. And it was full-on explosive. Oh, Jesus Christ. And so it was that really quick, right, I'm pulling on my jacket now to cover whatever might be visible. <laughs> uh, and power marching, mercifully, I lived just up the road, so I power marched up the road, changed my pants, had a quick shower came back from a pint and came right back out that's perhaps my most embarrassing moment god knows what anyone saw there Uh, when did you last cry in front of another person
1: (sighs) that is a good question I don't I don't really remember
0: I'm gonna put my hands up two weeks ago watching baby teeth have you seen Baby Teeth? No. Great film, Baby Teeth with Sinead, and it's it's essentially about someone with cancer. Yeah. And, oh my. If you want to have a good cry, watch oh, really? Baby Teeth. Oh my god, it's heart wrenching.
1: Can we? Is it crying with laughter now or crying? Oh no, <laughs> crying with absolute like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, in a cathartic way. Cathartic, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's funny. I don't really know. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm do I do the the, the classic male especially Irish male, I think I'm bottling that all up. Yeah, good for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> set it. I don't know. Catholic hangover. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing quite like it. I don't know, man. That's a good question, actually. Um, it's probably something around the kids. Oh, actually, no. I, yeah, I do know. When my when my daughter was in hospital a year and a half ago for an emergency appendix surgery. There you go.
0: Right. Fair yeah. enough.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, you told me about that in Mm. the previous episode. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, like, it was you know looking back, it's all routine enough. But like, as a parent watching your child undergo surgery, you're just like, yeah,
0: yeah. I can imagine. I've already got like anticipatory anxiety, and I don't have the child. Oh yeah god. Um, there are definitely a few others here that are going down a fucking grim path that I'm going to skim over. Okay, okay. How are we doing on numbers? Uh, we're about six away okay let's go for it and we're skipping some of those so uh, what if anything is too serious to be joked about
1: ooh yep well based on some of the texts one of my friends in particular sends me nothing apparently Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I guess this is kind of like that South Park episode where like has it been long enough to make fun about 9-11 yet you know um, <laughs> You've seen that one, no? Uh, I kind of the, the kinda, whole thing kind of centres around like how long after a tragedy can you start to make jokes about? Something. I don't think I've seen that one now. Yeah. I kind of dipped
0: in and out, and most of the time when I did it, I was fairly stoned.
1: Um, <laughs> I guess serious illness, probably cancer, you know, because it's touched so many people's lives that you never know when you're hitting a subject that's you know too yeah. close to the bone for someone. Yeah, I mean, look. I guess some good com- comedy and some good comedians would argue that what makes comedy good is that there is no taboo. Yeah. But yeah, there's still some things. I don't Go ask Frankie Boyle and fucking uh, Jonathan Ross. I'm sure they can give you some answers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I,
0: I, I mean, I, I just I don't think there's any hard, fast rule for me personally. Yeah. I just think it's a question of, like I said, timing, yeah. reading the room, and whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't like, I mean, you can make kind of, for example, You could make, to my mind anyway, rape or pedophile or whatever jokes, knowing that if there's like a tacit acceptance with your audience, first of all, I mean, if you've paid to go into a comedian and the understanding is that the comedian, you know, is clearly it's jokes, guys, I don't mean anything by it, then, you know. And like half of it is getting a reaction, like,
1: you know. Yeah, exactly. It's like Dara Breen, the comedian, said, like, Comedy used to be nice, and then Frankie Boyle and Jonathan Ross yes. fucked it up for the rest of us. You
0: know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Frankie, yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. Lie. Yeah. Um, but i not going to lie. But perhaps it's more his politics even than it is. But anyway. yeah. yeah. Um, all right, you know what? I'm going to whittle this down to one last question. Okay, go for it. We've skipped a few. But yeah. share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how they might handle it. Also ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen I'm going to run that again also ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem right so you're going to tell me a problem I'm going to give you advice and I'm going to tell you and this is how you seem
1: to feel about it apparently okay Uh, balancing personal and work life Right. Constant struggle.
0: And my advice to you on that front would be Well, if you're trying to balance personal and work life, I guess. That's a really hard one to advise know, on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean if if I I guess I say that because that's the the main problem that I have is like there's literally not enough time in the day for me and i am the worst in the world for like taking on more stuff or wanting to finish things before i you know is everything that you take on something
0: you're passionate about pretty much yeah can you really be equally passionate of, of, of like across the board for all of them surely some take preference over others some things are more important to you than others um
1: i oh yeah, i mean well obviously you know family life takes priority but uh, yeah, but that's not, a, that's not a project that you took. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, to, just to be clear. Um, science yeah, experiment. I, I guess uh, I, in some ways I often realize that like there's so much interesting stuff in the world, and so many thing, interesting things you could do, and there's just not enough time to do them all, so I want to do as much of all of them as I can. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, then
0: I, I guess my advice, though, would be, it sounds so old. Fatherly and whatever, but I mean, it would be kind of prioritizing and going, well, Mm -hmm. this clearly, there is no time limit on this particular thing or that particular thing. Because I'm kind of bad for it too. And Sinead's had to tell me off for doing it. It's like, look, you can't. But this year, I've got really good at pairing back and going, this is worth my time.
1: And this really isn't.
0: There's no point. Like, you know, I used to build websites and things for people. And at some point was like, but I'm not getting any. I I, I did the whole. a condo. Mary condo thing on it. Like does does yeah. this give me pleasure? Yeah, know? yeah, No. Just cut just it out. Just get away with it. You know? Yeah, but if yeah. you're sending me like, all of it's giving me yeah, you, yeah. you know happiness and whatever, then I uh, we're gonna say Jeff, you're fucked.
1: Yeah, no worries. Thanks, thanks for that. <laughs> That's my advice. And your problem? Uh, what's your problem, <laughs> What's my problem?
0: It's a difficult one. Um there's just so many.
1: By the way, our 30-minute our, our target has expired quite some time ago. Did it? Like, yeah. how, how, long, how long? We're at 48 minutes, Andrew.
0: My problem, then, is uh, keeping time.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see things run over.
1: What's your advice on that one? Um, We should probably just put a clock on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll just cut it there. I think with that, we we will wrap it up for today. Yeah. And we'll be back next week with the proper discussion. (laughs) For our second date.
0: But hey, look. Maybe some of the people listening, whoever they are, they are a crowd of two, could yeah. try these questions out
1: between themselves as well. We can maybe put post a link for it and they could we yeah. can see how close they're and it are. might give a sense to people who are listening a bit more of, of ourselves too as well. Yeah. Um so there'll be a couple of links, not too many, <laughs> in this week's show. It's <laughs> like yeah. um, make or break
0: relationships. Yeah, exactly, you know.
1: <laughs> so thanks so much for joining us again, guys, and uh, we will catch you on the next episode. See you on the flip side. Thanks for listening to Creative Voices. This podcast is sponsored by Treebark Store and produced by P3B Photography. For more information, find us on Instagram, treebark.store, or at P3B underscore photos. You can visit our website, treebarkstore.com, or P3Bphotography.com. Thanks again, and catch you on the next episode.